0: Jelly on it, so I can't do too much bread if there's not like some moisture. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I would never, I could never do pancakes without syrup. If it doesn't have syrup, then I'm gonna have to pass on it the pancakes. Unless it's a
1: nice, tasty pancake, like with some. Even cinnamon. if it's tasty, I still I can eat pieces of it. Sometimes the pancakes I make, I can eat like because I always use oil though. I always use oil or butter, so it's, it has something on it. It's just
0: well, I guess maybe it's just different for me because like I pancakes just can't, I just can't. I like bread, but I can't do a whole lot of bready things. Oh, so for I me, mean. a pancake I could eat bread
1: by itself. I really could <laughs> if it's some good bread, like you know what I mean.
0: And <sighs> see, for me, that would be
1: like. Eh. <laughs> 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 hey, what's up, everybody? Are we recording right? We're, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't uh, know.
0: <laughs> I got you. Uh, you sometimes, it, sometimes it's hard, y'all. You do because you know, I'm never sure. Yeah, but it, it, it it's getting harder and harder for her to not know oh, when I've really started, when I've hit the record button. Yeah,
1: because we'll just be chatting about something, and I know that like, <laughs> she likes to start being in, be in the covert. middle of things. I
0: try to be covert with hitting the record button, so she won't know.
1: I like to greet y'all at the top of every episode. <laughs> I mean, we always start talking about something. You guys were listening in on our topic about pancakes. <laughs> You're like, can you do your pancakes without syrup or with syrup? Or with what else? Tell us. I cannot.
0: I must have syrup on my pancakes and waffles. And I don't even... I'm not that fond of waffles. I mean, I don't dislike them.
1: Yeah, em. they can be really thick and like... It's too They can much. choke you, honestly. Even yes. with some of them like soak up the syrup and then it's like... It's still dry. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like those, th- especially those thick ones, and they don't taste like nothing. Ooh, no. It's just I, Ooh, yeah. Child, that's that choking. When they were hazard. like
0: Lego my ego, I'm like, you can have it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's up, everybody? It's your girl Triple F Queen Bola. No tagline, Whitney. And and we are Blurred Talk with Bola and Whitney. Yes, we how are. How y'all doing?
0: We back in the in the great room, y'all. We're
1: in the we're on we're the not, couch. Still. We're not
0: we're not in the studio because it's so comfy, and we have just had I don't know some why wonderful. Because
1: they can't see us, like. Well, that's why I'm telling them because they can't see us. Oh, <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> Since we can't show, I'm telling. <laughs> okay, you know what, Sonny? With I, you know how I have my theme song, right? I have my own. Triple F Queen theme song that I wrote, right? Mm. So I was just thinking Whitney needs a theme song for her. No tagline. <laughs> so I was thinking about it. I didn't get very far, but I was like, I was like, I gotta tell you, like what I came up with. What do you got so far? <laughs> I was like, no tagline wit, no tagline wit. Always on her techie vibe, but she can keep it lit. Hey, Ay, no Ayy. tagline wit, no tagline wit, and, and that's all I got. Uh. <laughs> i I like that (laughs) so far though (laughs) i was like i need to work on it some more but i did do some (laughs) i like i like the start of it i'm liking it that's good that's good so you can have your own little i'm here for it snap 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 snap. (laughs) so what's going on today whitney what's how we doing I'm doing good. What are you blurting out about? Oh my gosh, so many things, y'all! Like I'm not gonna lie, within the last time we talked to you guys, like just there was an explosion of stuff that I just ended up getting into, mm. and so many things. I have honorable mentions um, that we are not gonna talk about, but I will be blurting <laughs> out about two things. Um, one, Bridgerton season two, my honorable mm. mention. It's just too awesome. I can't get into it because I know, Whitney, you haven't watched it. I have started it, but I just haven't finished it. But Bridgerton season two is the bomb. I I'm love gonna, it. I'm going
0: gonna, I'm gonna to plus one on your Bridgerton It Out because mm-hmm. I am blurting out Oh, it's about not my that.
1: Blurred Out. It's my honorable mention.
0: Okay. I'm going om- to honorable gonna- mention it as well because hey, it's not my- High
1: five. Yeah. Um, blur- Bridgerton was like the bomb. I watched it like twice. I mm. spent like- one i was home sunday because of a injury so i was just like i kind of like watched i had it playing the whole day that sunday because <laughs> i fell asleep and then i fell asleep i was like oh i didn't watch this episode so i went back so it's just like the whole day was just Bridgerton. <laughs> like, gotcha. i was in love i loved it and i just enjoy i think they i think they upped the ante on this season two. Oh, it was just really good okay. so y'all need to cop oh, that cr- mm. <laughs> i can't do that i can't roll r's
0: <laughs> Well, grr. I I Ooh, can't roll Rs, but I can make the wookiee sound in my throat though. Is
1: that is that is that game? It was close. It was like that sounded like a car screech like <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it was um, pretty good. Another honorable mention, um I really like The Adam Project. So that one's on Netflix. Y'all go watch that, peep mm-hmm. that, cop that, whatever you want to do. It's <laughs> really nice like father son story. It's like it's just nice. So What's I the like premise? That. It's basically it's like sci-fi. Mm-hmm. It's a sci-fi adventure where um, there's it's the story about a young boy who lost his father, but then his future self crash lands back in time after the father has died, mm-hmm. and so he meets his younger self. But he needs his younger self in order to plan f- because his father was the one that came up came up with the idea for time travel. Mm-hmm. Like he came up with the science and all that kind of stuff. Huh. And then the world and the future is all messed up and everything, and he all this stuff happens. But then and it's played by Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is the older young boy. Mm-hmm. He's the boy at older time, so he comes back to his past self mm-hmm. and enlists his past self help to change things. You know, so it's like a nice little adventure, and it's actually by the same guy that did Free Guy. Ah, yeah. So it's both of them working together again because they both worked on Free Guy's script and everything and produced it, mm-hmm. and they both did this one. And so it was just really nice. And then you got to see Mark Ruffalo and um, Jennifer Garner work together again after, like, 13 going on 30. And you're just like, oh, you see them together because <laughs> we never got to see that. You know what I mean? So I thought it was nice. And also has um, – what's that? The one from – ooh, she played – uh, she played – oh, God, I'm blanking on her name. She, the green one from – oh, my God. The one in space, the Marvel movie in space. Green Lantern? No, the Marvel movie that's in space. Oh, all Marvel! Of them, yeah, we're all Captain in Marvel. Space. No, we're all of them are in space. Like it's a, it's a group of Guardians them. of the Galaxy. Ooh, why could I not remember that? <laughs> Crazy! What was her name? Gamora. Thank you. I don't know. I was thinking Roxana or something.
0: <laughs> Gamora. What is her name? Maybe Just, you were combining Rocket. and... <laughs> yeah. What is that actress' name? Roxanne. It's not Roxanne. You don't Roxanne. have to turn on the red light. Oh my god. Walk the streets for money. Oh, my God. You don't God. care if you're wrong or if you're right. What is that? It's, well, I know, I can't remember who originally sings it, but I like the version from Moulin Rouge. Oh, okay. I thought it have was you, to be a song. you seen Moulin
1: Rouge, right? Caroline. Car- no, I thought it was Roxanne. Wait. <laughs> I you've never Roxanne, seen Roxanne, I'm going to be never your man. You've seen Moulin Rouge? No, actually. We've <gasps> talked about this before. Oh. I have not seen Moulin Rouge. It's such a
0: stylistically beautiful movie it reminds me a little bit of like across the universe as far as like the styling and the colors and stuff yeah i know everyone talks about it but
1: i've never seen it what what? is that actress's name gamora what's her name oh dang it um let me look Uh, zoe zoe something zoe saldana thank you wow
0: well you gave me the beginning because i couldn't like i couldn't come up with uh, for
1: whatever I reason, know why I wanted to call her Jessica Alba, but that is not the right person. When's anyway, the last time I've even seen Jessica? She, Alba. Has right? anybody seen Jessica Alba? No, I haven't seen her in a long time. But she's also in the movie as well, and um, it's a very nice watch. I thought it was nice. Mm. Um, also Abbott Elementary came back. Another honorable mention. Oh, and came back. There's yeah, a second season. There was a hiatus actually for some oh, reason. Oh, well, they never got to finish the first season in the first well, place.
0: Those like. Network TV shows usually have hiatuses, though. But
1: no, but this one was like there was an issue that oh. stopped them from producing the COVID? show. I don't know if it's COVID or something else. Injury, but they've. I don't know what the issue was, but huh. the show is finally back on. Because I, I saw, it's, like it's a hilarious. couple episodes
0: of Abbott Elementary when I was getting my hair retightening at a, on a pre during a previous uh hair retight. Mm. Whitney has me sorry the girl who um lady I shouldn't say girl because she's like my age. I call myself girl though. Sorry, getting existential on this. Anyway. Oh my God. <laughs> the lady who does my hair, that makes her sound older though. Hmm. The
1: lady that does your hair does not make you sound make her sound old. Just okay, okay, okay. Starting, the lady who does my it's hair a female that does every her time hair. I go there,
0: um, <laughs> she's like she has something new on, mm. and she gets me like hooked on these shows she'd right. be watching. So like what you got for honorable mentions? Okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna Brid- Bridgerton season two as an honorable mention. Yes, y'all watch it. But that. my blurred out this time is gonna be I'm gonna get Abbott Elementary an honorable mention even though it would have been from like a month ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, my blurred out is probably gonna be the Last Kingdom on Netflix because when I got my hair retightening yesterday, that's what Whitney had on, and then she got me hooked <laughs> on this one. Now <laughs> is the king the Last Kingdom
1: good? It
0: is. It's very good. It's like about the. Um, it's like I don't know how to right, So it's like the Danes versus the Saxons. Mm. So it's back when, like, all in England before, him.
1: like, when all the tribes and stuff. Where you find out uh, white people are doing what? What they always been doing, fighting each other to gain land. Like they've been doing it, and they still doing it. Okay. Anyway, side sidebar.
0: True. Yeah, but like it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. It's really, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and the dude Isn't who's it? the main character, is he Alexander is. Skarsgård? Oh yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah. yeah. Is that Alexander Skarsgård? Is he there? No.
0: Okay. He's not in there. At least not in the season that the. Because I'm on like episode four, I think. And I think it's got probably like eight episodes since it Oh, in you're that not feature. done with it then? No, I just started it like yesterday. Oh, okay. Or okay. wait, today's Saturday. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I just started it yesterday. I'm
1: Usually you like to. Well, no, you sometimes blurt out about stuff you haven't finished. Yeah, that's yeah, fine, yeah. That's
0: fine. Just like I blurted it out about Centaur World before I finished it.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. My, oh, go ahead, go. I got one more that
0: I'm, like, super, super blurting out about, and that is Six the Musical. Oh. I am – I think me and my mom are probably going to see that this year, mm-hmm. that we're going to go to New York and see Six. But I got, like, taken in because mm-hmm. I was listening to one of my – um YouTube music um, playlist, how you can put it in radio mode and it'll just play stuff that seems to make sense based off that song. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I was that. playing like you know we don't talk about Bruno or one of my other oh, like I love that song. <laughs> or one yeah. of my other oh, like show tunes it, cause I'm gonna songs. Start singing. I know I love it or maybe it was satisfied. Anyway, it was one of my show tunes thing and it just like goes to the song and I'm like this is Fire. And it was the song I was listening to was X wives which is phenomenal. It is mm-hmm. so catchy. Mm. And I love it. And it's a nice little way to remember how each person died. Mm. Divorced. Uh, beheaded. beheaded <laughs> died. Divorced. Beheaded. Survived.
1: Yeah, one was Divorced. Beheaded, one, only one survived. Died. Him, actually. The last one.
0: But tonight for you we're live. I love oh, you it. you remember it, the
1: song already? You I, learned I, it
0: already? I, 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 know, I don't know, like, all of it, but I just know that part because it's, like, the really, like, it's the it's beginning really part. High. okay. And they do, like, the note, and they're like, I'm like, ah, oh, get it, girl! Okay, it feels very, so like, dance or Where disco. did you see
1: this performance?
0: I didn't, well, I didn't actually see the performance. It's only that I listened to it, mm-hmm. and then I was trying to get my mom, I wanted my mom to listen to it, like, a week ago, and I played it for her. She was like, oh, that sounds good. And my mom loves, like... I don't know if it's that specific period, but she does love stuff like that. So, like, um, what did I tell you? The name of it is I've forgotten that quickly.
1: Um, the Wives of Henry VIII.
0: Yeah, the show that the Six? Showtime show that's about oh, know, the Tudors. the, the Tudors. Yeah. So she loved that show that mm. um, so it she be might on like Showtime. This, then.
1: You guys are gonna go watch? Yeah, it? Yeah,
0: because she really liked like she also liked the other Boleyn girl and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So I don't know if it's Will that your specific
1: mom likes period pieces. She likes, is she I don't like know. Bridgerton?
0: I've never showed her Bridgerton. What? she never watched Bridgerton? She has not. I mean, sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. I'm thinking of um, Downton Abbey. No. She loved season one of, well, actually, she's already finished season two of Bridgerton. Okay. And she told me it was really good. I liked it. But she can't spoil it for me because I haven't finished it yet. But I was thinking, I said, you said Bridgerton, and in my mind, I thought Downton Abbey.
1: Oh, okay. No, no, no.
0: Because That's I'm a like, good one
1: too, though. I like it Nantanami. is, but I don't They have know, a movie coming out soon. I don't
0: know if she's into period pieces or if she's into that specific period of kind of like the, um, the killings. And the what's his name? I have forgotten that quickly. Um, Henry. VIII. I mean, the show. Tudors. The Tudors. I don't know why I keep <laughs> blanking on that.
1: But like, oh, she just likes his story because the other Bolin girls about them too. Yeah. So I
0: don't know if she likes yeah. that
1: specific like
0: family period and mm. stuff about that. Or if she likes period pieces, period. So I'm not okay. quite sure because it depends That's on... That's
1: confusing, period pieces, period.
0: <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so if she likes period pieces, period, <laughs> <laughs> then yeah, I would show her down to Nabby But I don't know if there's enough action. Because oh. you know with like... Um, the Tudors, you know, people downtown were getting Abbey's beheaded totally and romance. people were like, you know, there were wars like and stuff
1: going on. If your mom doesn't like romance, I don't know.
0: She likes romance, but she re- her favorite genre is really kind of like suspense thrillers.
1: Yeah, but there's some stuff going going on in Out Downton Abbey. It's there very are,
0: but I just don't know if that's going to be her genre no. or not. Okay, because like that's because I'm not sh- like I said, I'm just not sure if she likes period pieces or if she just likes the Tudors specifically. Because
1: of what, yeah, what goes on? Because there's a lot that goes on <laughs> in that. Particular. Yeah. Ooh, child. Okay. Well, um, my last honorable mention would be the series Woke. I talked to you about this, but I don't think you remembered. It's an honorable mention only because it's starting back up again. Mm. And um, I watched season one. It's basically where there's a black um, black comic. He wrote a famous comic, but then something happens where he got mistaken for another black person who was like, uh, they were a suspect in a crime. And then he gets taken down to the ground um even though he's like a famous author he got taken down to the ground no one cared you know, just it was about how he got basically police brutality stuff happen to him, mm-hmm. and it like messed up his world. And then he's like, he started listening. His pen started talking to him, mm-hmm. and then all this stuff happens. And he's trying not to be a sellout mm-hmm. and write a really good comic. And it's just really funny. So I'm just happy that it's back on Hulu. It's been a while, but it's back for season two. Been so long. Sing this song already been today, been Whitney.
0: <laughs> so please show me. What is it you want to see?
1: Danger! Danger. <laughs> Get on the floor! Move my, my Sing it! Sing it. <laughs> he was always like shouting. That's my what? Him and DMX were always like shouting. Like, hey baby! X! Right oh, da- what, what y'all really want? want? <laughs> what y'all really want? <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. P was always like, oh my mystical. god, I just messed up my throat. Oh cords with girl, that. Are you okay? <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna talk about my blurs out. But my blurred outs are two things that have been nominated and won awards. Mm. These are the big awards. So one is an Oscar nominated documentary and the other is a Grammy award winning music. Mm. Okay. So I'll talk about the music first, but I already like let Whitney listen to the song, but the person that won album of the year for the Grammys this year was John Baptiste. And he's like a really prolific, um, jazz Music. He's just a musician. I would call him because even just sticking him into one category is just not accurate because jazz is like what he learned, mm-hmm. what helped him in his education. But he takes that and puts that through all the other type of music because he's from New Orleans, so he's got all that in there with mm-hmm. him. The rap game because he's a black man. He's got all of these other things fused in. Southern living, southern music mm-hmm. styles are all mixed in. You know, mm-hmm. so he made this wonderful album called We Are and. After I heard that he won, and I, because I saw John Baptiste because he's the band leader from the Stephen Colbert show, and I watched that all the time, like religious, oh, I didn't I know that. that. He's yeah, the he's band the band leader? leader on that show. Yep. Huh. So he plays with all these different people all the time, but he makes other music. He also wrote the music for Soul and won an Oscar then, mm-hmm. um, and so I just didn't know he had his own album that he had released. But I knew he had music. I saw the video, like, I saw pieces of it. And I was like, oh, John Baptiste got a video, but I never watched the video. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know about the whole album. But then I saw he was just winning Grammys left in line. He was nominated for, like, ten Grammys or something. Mm. And he won, like, five of them. Wow. Like, six of them that night. But he won album of the year, We Are. And I was like, wow. And I loved his speech. He was so positive. He was shocked even that he got it. And I decided to listen to him because everyone was talking about how great it was. Mm-hmm. So as soon as he won, I'm not going to lie. His stream went up like 900 points. Like, <laughs> that, that was an actual thing. But I listened to that album and I was like, wow, this is a good album. I can see why he won. The music is just nice. It's a vibe. It's fun. It's very positive and uplifting. Mm-hmm. You want to dance? You want to listen? I just thought it was fun. Like I really enjoyed the album. And so... If you guys haven't listened to John Baptiste, we are y'all need to go listen to that, watch it, and let me see a wobble, <laughs> let me see a shade. Whitney, no, I've been singing that little part from his Freedom song, but <laughs> I love that song because it's about like being free, you know, and, and how you like to dance and feel like that that song is a is a jive for real, like a good <laughs> jive. So. Hats off to John Baptiste. He won for so many other, he won so many more Grammys for that work. Mm -hmm. But really his whole album is very, very good. So y'all need to cop that and listen to it. John Baptiste, we are, okay? We are. And my second uh, Blurred Out is about the documentary that won um, the Oscar this year. And this was actually another band person. Um, See, I watch a lot of late night, like, Late night comedy, <laughs> late night TV. His, all all of the late night TV mm-hmm. um, show guys I watch. I watch Stephen Colbert. I watch Trevor Noah. I watch James Corden. And I watch Jimmy Fallon sometimes. And I watch Jimmy Kimmel. And I just listen to all of them. So Questlove, Amir is his first name. But Questlove, he's a, uh, the drummer for The Roots, right? The band The Roots. Okay. And they are on Jimmy Fallon's show. They're mm-hmm. the band on Jimmy Fallon's show. But they also do their own things. And so he made a documentary. He actually directed this and everything. Hmm. Um, and it was, it's called, um, summer of soul. And it's hmm. really about, and this was so interesting to me because it's about the footage of in the nineteen, like in 1969, there was this big multi weekend, um, music festival in Harlem where the most black people attended in one area. And none of this footage was shown anywhere. They had recorded it. It was something, especially, and it was like a big thing for black community at that time, especially because it's been after the civil rights movement years where so many of their leaders had died and all Mm the unrest and everything. And Harlem was still going through a lot of problems, still is, you know. But they brought all these famous old celebrities like singers, like Stevie Wonder back in the day, B.B. King, some of these. You saw so many different people, Gladys Knight, Nina Simone. So many people, s- fly, uh, Sly and the Gang, in the, or whatever it's called, so many different types of music and that a- appeal to black people. Religious music. Um, you saw Jesse Jackson as a young man, like right after Je- Dr. King died. You see mm-hmm. him there talking to people. And it was such a nice thing to see them uplifting themselves. All our froed f- 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 people just sitting there scrunched together, and there's a massive sea of them enjoying this music, loving on each other and it's just such, it was so sad that this this footage was rotting away in a basement mm. for 50 years nobody saw it nobody knew it and no one would actually like put it to, because you know in america of course racism that's basically it <laughs> the people that recorded this thing tried to get this like pushed to be a thing that people could see yeah. that everyone could actually witness mm-hmm. and it could sell and distribute it. but of course no one wanted to mm. they called it the blackwood stock Because it had all these soul, like Gladys Knights and the Pips. All these people. It was so many bands, so many artists, so many different genres of music. Mm. People came together. It was uplifting to the black people. Mm -hmm. Like, they would talk about black power, black love, you know, helping themselves. Even you had the Black Panthers were actually doing security for them because the police would not really be released. They didn't want to be released to do any of the security. So Mm -hmm. the Black Panthers actually took it upon themselves to be security for the event. Mm. And it's like they took care of themselves. They did what they had to do. This documentary not only had that, but it had, it was cutting through history and time. Like, in between you seeing the footage of the concerts or the festival, really, mm-hmm. you also saw the people talking about different, the people that attended, some of the attendees, some of the musicians that are still alive that were there during that time in the 60s. Yeah. That were actually in that moment. They talked about that moment. They watched the footage themselves and remembered and reminisced. And it was like, Watching this was like watching religious history, um, cultural history, Mm -hmm. fashion history, civil rights history, music history, Mm -hmm. all of it in one because it was like you were seeing all these different parts. Like they would talk about Dr. King in this one. They would talk about the upri- risings, and then they would t- show this kind of music. They would talk about how all the gospel music in mm-hmm. that time and what people did, and they would talk about the fashion, and you see the fashion displayed in the cool style of the, like, the burgeoning 70s, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just was like, I was in awe watching this thing. And I was like, I can't believe no one showed this to them during that time, that people didn't see this on the wide And it was almost as if that thing never happened. But it did, and it was big when it did happen. It yeah. was so huge. But they didn't let them distribute it. They didn't let them see it. And then it was so sad to see how the end. I was like, this big celebration, this big historical thing. And then you just see at the end and the, the sadness of the people that attended. That They were like, wow, I forgot about this footage. I forgot about it. It was just like a memory. And he was like, when they were there, it was so surreal. Because mm-hmm. it was like, they had never seen anything like this before. But, and then he was like, in one of the guys, he was very young when, when he went, but he was like, when you brought that back up to me, he was like, I know this happened. I was like, he was like, he forgot. And he was like, this, this thing actually happened. He's like, yes, it did. And you and he was just crying mm-hmm. with it. And it was just so sad because I was just like, why did this constantly happen for black people? I know it was the times, but it was a celebration as well. It mm-hmm. was happy, but it also made me angry and makes me sad, but I could see why in one document it's beautiful. It's just beautiful to watch. It's also, you're watching all these old music. Mm-hmm. I was having my phone with me the whole time, Googling all these people. I was like, oh my God, I didn't know they sang this. Oh my God, look at B.B. King looking so young. Look at- I didn't know that Stevie Wonder played drums. I've never seen him play drums before. Oh
0: wow, I didn't know that.
1: Stevie Wonder was jamming on the drums. night He was 19 years old at the time. Mm-hmm. He was only 19 at the time. Uh, uh, that he was in, uh, that he was in this movie, or in 1969. But he was drumming. Somebody had to take him to the drums. But mm. he was wailing away, and I was like, "Why is this the first time I'm seeing him drum?" My sister was like, "You know he could drum. I've seen him drum." I was like, "I have never seen him behind anything but a piano." She's like, "No, he can play more instruments." I was like, "Oh my god, I did not know." this. Wow. Um, and I'm telling you, it's a good documentary. It's worth a watch. You guys need to really watch Summer of Soul. It was. I can see why I won the Oscar. He deserved I'm it. And good. I was proud of Questlove. I was proud of us. And I just was like, here again, black history ex- displayed. Where you... I just like the messaging in it was for uplifting black people. Yeah. And I could see why they didn't want anyone to see it. Because they were, the messaging that was on it. They didn't want them to know because they didn't, it was the 60s. Like They had just killed Dr. King and people were still living the trauma of that in 69. Mm-hmm. And that's when it happened. But they did this because of... They felt like there was so much onslaught of negativity for the black community. They wanted something for them to just enjoy themselves. Mm. So that's why they had this multi, they put it together. It was historical, and I'm, like, shocked that for years nobody saw this. So for him to put this together, he found the footage, put it together. I was so proud of him, and I, I really enjoyed it. So that's like, my main blurt out. I really think you guys should watch it. It's on Hulu right now. Go watch it. Summer of Soul It's very, awesome. very good.
0: That sounds good because, like, think of I'm me? I usually am not into documentaries to be honest. I know, but something like this about like a music festival, you can something watch it with like your parents, this, too.
1: Like, it would be good to watch with them and see what they have to say about that stuff.
0: Yeah. This is something I would actually be interested in watching a documentary about.
1: Mm-hmm. Plus, there's a bunch of musical performances in there, and you a know how bunch. much I love like old school stuff. Yeah, you would because the performances. I was listening to some of those songs from back in the day, and then they had like some church songs. They had like different music. They had even the bongo, like the Latin, the Afro Latinos were at the end too, mm. drumming and talking about how during that time the Afro Latino and Black community were together. How sometimes the gangs would work together. To uplift both communities mm-hmm. in that time, and especially talking about the diversity of Harlem uh, and stuff, even though there was much poverty and challenges, mm-hmm. there was still diversity in life and a lot of cultural you know dynamics Dy- I want to say something dynamism is that the word Dy- something that is dynamic. I don't know. Anyway, it was, it was slamming back, then, Okay. <laughs> it was I'm sure I'm going to look back later and be like, <laughs> oh, it's pronounced dynamism or something. <laughs> anyway, but that is all I'm learning out about. Um, again, y'all check out the honorable mentions. And Whitney, I think we're going to maybe put a link to that, that clip that you watched. Didn't you watch the clip of the performance of The Six with the girls singing? from the? Oh, yeah.
0: We should put that in there. we put that, that would in be the good. show notes,
1: y'all. Yeah, right. I'm going to put a trailer for The Summer of Soul so you guys can see it as well. Sweet. Yeah, we'll put both of those and in there. And the Freedom video from John Baptiste because that's really good. Giggity. Yeah. We're going to do all that for y'all, okay? So y'all will believe us when we say these are good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Whitney, tell them what we're talking about today. What is our main feature?
0: Our main feature, you guys, is everything, everywhere, all at once, <laughs> and I am so glad we just saw it um, earlier today. Yes, and i I had heard the name before, but I had never seen any type of trailers or anything for. Well, Don't granted, you trust my
1: judgment with me. Granted, Aren't you I glad I recommended this. <laughs> I only watch
0: streaming, so I, and I pay to not have to watch commercials. So there's not really any place. I guess I would have been able to see it, short of seeing it in theaters. And I haven't. We haven't been to see anything recently. Yeah. It's been a while. Anyway. Bola sent over like she was like we were we were actually supposed to see the lost city
1: yeah that's what which I we see with which you we
0: were which we'll probably still eventually see and tell you guys about but she and Bola was like I just really really want to see this one mm-hmm. so I took a look at the uh, the YouTube video she sent me of the trailer I was like oh my god
1: I knew you would like it this I looks amazing soul like it. sister so say what that's right girl even though we're full of uh, African food right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. So good. Oh, that's uh, I'm going to tack on the blurred out moment. Eba Ebba Soup. Shout out to Bola's mommy and her sister for putting together the containers for yes. us. Because, oh, my God, that's,
1: so I That thing good. came up in the midnight hour. You know, we were both like we both came out of the theater we were like I'm hungry. And then I called my mom. just. To ch- and both really had one. the
0: nerve to look at me and say, do you want some Ebba, Whitney? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I have been asking you for months.
1: I know. I know. <laughs> you guys need to Google what Ebba and Efon soup looks like. It's a staple Nigerian food. And it's so yummy. You eat with your hands. It's a mess, but it's really, really It's yummy. so good. It would be like sucking your fingers off. Like It's, it's like, fun. You're so, looking yeah, good. It's it's literally finger licking good because you use your hands to eat. <laughs> It's like, you don't need no fork. You don't need no spoon. You just scoop that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, it's, you guys... it's so satisfying. We both were in like mini food comas. <laughs>
0: yeah, we are.
1: Still a little bit. <laughs> trying to get out of the itis, you Right. <laughs>
0: trying, y'all. We try. But anyway, anyway right? everything, <laughs> everywhere, all at once. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad we saw it because yes, this movie was just. The
1: bomb.com.
0: It really is. And it's. It's. You used the word before, Bola. You said surreal.
1: Yes, it's very surrealist. It's,
0: it's it's very random in some points, but it's got like a core message of love, love, love trauma, family. Fam- Think of me, babe, whenever. Ah, she got it. <laughs> some sweet talking girl no, comes along singing a song. Look with your heart and, oh wait, and hear with your heart and you won't hear us. You better stop, cause I really love you. Stop, I've I've been thinking thinking of you. Look in my my heart and let love keep us together. together. Whatever I will I will, I will, I She'd will. she
1: longer than me. I'd be trying to cut it. Just give y'all a taste. <laughs> right, She's trying right. to give you the whole CD. All right, all right. I'm
0: done. I'm done, y'all. Sorry. I just love that song so much. I'm now. glad it's I haven't heard it in a while. Song. I just think I had right.
1: a you moment. Cause you know you're quicker with it than I am. <laughs> you're the jukebox, and I just like I'm like the one that puts the quarter in. Yeah, I had like, <laughs> I had so
0: many jukebox moments when you were talking about the documentary. And I'm like, ah, oh, that one doesn't. Ah, uh, you're. but you're talking about the mm-hmm. summer of soul, and I'm like, that one doesn't really fit with the artists for that. So I'm going to hold
1: back my jukebox. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a lot of good songs from the 60s. Yeah, um, yeah. 60s, yeah, yeah. 70s, yeah.
0: It was a summer of 69. Anyway. <laughs> See? Anyway, but,
1: but let's go back to uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, It's honestly, this movie, we had to like change our like plans for the episodes because I saw the trailer for this and I was like, I gotta get, and then also because, again, because I watch late night TV, I always watch <laughs> interviews, but I'm always abreast of the goings on. And so I I hear the, like, Jamie Lee Curtis, who's in the film, um, it stars Michelle Yeoh, Stephanie Su, and um, I think it's Ki, Ki Kwan. Ki Hai Kwan. Ki Hai, Ki Hai Kwan, who, if you guys don't know, he used to be in the, he's a little Asian boy from the Goonies. And from Indiana Jones. And, and the Temple other. of Doom, just because the there's a lot Doom. of Indiana Jones movies. Yeah, that's right. So back in the 80s. Really. And it was
0: like, Bola sent me this YouTube video watching the um, the main cast and the writers slash directors, because they're team. Daniels? A team. Da- the Daniels. Two <laughs> yeah. Daniels wrote well, and directed In the this video, they're like, we're just Daniels. We're not the Daniels. They're like, that sounds pretentious.
1: I know, but it sounds <laughs> But I would have done it. It's funny. The Daniels. That's a cool like name.
0: It is cool. Anyway. But like anyway, yeah. Like, I did not realize, because I was looking, I guess, I guess I kind of in watching it, I'm like, this this actor looks familiar, but I wouldn't have been able to tell you what I'd seen him in. And then when I watched this YouTube video that Bola sent over, I'm like, oh my God,
1: and you that is Because yeah. once
0: you hear that, you're like, I can see that that's him. Yep. You can see in his face that it's the boy from mm-hmm. t- Indiana Jones and the Temple of
1: Doom grown up. Mm hmm. And Michelle, the. And, ugh. The wonderful, I can do everything, Michelle Yew. Oh my God,
0: I adore her. She is so beautiful, yeah. so talented, so poised.
1: And honestly, I need to, you guys need to give it up to um, Stephanie Sue. Yes. I love Stephanie Sue. She, she can do everything. Like, she's also on a show that I mentioned last time, last episode was um, The Marvelous Ms. Maisel. Oh, she's really? in, yeah. She's in that. She started off last season, okay, and now she's in this season too. And she's just wonderful in that because she's totally transformed to Chinese from the night in New York in the fifties. No, in yeah, in the fifties going to the sixties. It's so interesting to me
0: hmm. how she,
1: how different she acts in this movie, and then how different she is in that one. And then she was also in Shang Chi at the end of the. Um, she was the friend. She was in the friend in Shang Chi and the t- Legend of Ten Rings. Oh, okay. She was the friend. that I think she talking was also to. in
0: Girl Code. I used to like watching that on MTV.
1: Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So she's been acting for a while. I really like her, Stephanie Sue. I really, really like her.
0: She was um, like, yeah. I mean, I gotta, I just gotta interject because, like, she did the kind of villainous things. So, and it's mm-hmm. creepy. It was, she did weird. villainous well, but then she also Psychotic did like, creepy. yeah, yeah,
1: she did that and then she did the emotional stuff well the apathetic stuff well. she just was all over she the place she's really talented they all were but this story guys is so, it's so unique so okay we're going to talk you about the
0: synopsis oh yeah go ahead yeah because it's a really for me it's a really hard movie to describe to someone yes, what it is about it's so surreal yeah so an aging chinese immigrant is swept up in an insane adventure where she alone can save the world by exploring other universes connecting with the lives she could have led mhm So yeah, super surreal. Yes, super crazy. But like, there's a core heart element that it
1: pays off so well.
0: It does, and I think that's the for any movie or show, anything, 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 any story. Mm -hmm. Because you look at now, I haven't finished The Walking Dead, but back when I used to watch it, I mean, I read things, and I, I believe it to be true. They're like, Walking Dead. I don't know how it's doing now but like the first few seasons or whatever it's such a good show because it's the zombies and things are almost secondary they're like there's it's like the setting but the thing that makes the show so good are like the characters mm. and that's the thing for me for like any story like the it has to have a good, good basis and either a good, story. good characters or great plot or something. Mm-hmm.
1: They both have to work in tandem together. Even if it's
0: something fantastical happening, like a fantasy story or sci fi. Or like this is
1: something very yeah, surreal. Those are like
0: the wrappings. It's you like know. the, it's the rapper, but like it's not the, the base has to be yeah. really it has solid. To be solid, yes. Exactly.
1: The base and the core has to be solid. So it like, a good prime example of something where it's like the rapper was everything mm-hmm. and the core message was not. Mm-hmm. So, like it wasn't solid. Mm-hmm. I felt like, when I watched Sorry to Bother You, mm-hmm. I felt like I was getting, like, melted chocolate. Mm-hmm. Like, the rapper was awesome. Bang, whatever. After, oh my God, after a while, even the rapper was weird. But, like, <laughs> the core message, it just fell through. Like, I didn't understand why the purpose of this film. Mm-hmm. I watched it, and I was like, this was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I was like, <laughs> why is this being hyped up? It was overly hyped, and it, there was no payoff at the end of it it didn't make sense to me at all. And I was mad I that mean, I it watched
0: nonsense. it. So cool. I mean, it was nonsensical. Because it was
1: surrealist as well. You have this whole thing about this guy. Yeah. He's working in a, a, in a call center. You you get that part. That part of the story was going well until mm-hmm. the part where he gets in this organization. And he's trying to make these lofty like metaphors about labor and all this kind of stuff. But it just falls through because of what ends up happening. And it's like, it doesn't make sense to me. I just was like... I was just like, I wanted to stop watching so much, but I was stuck in the theater. And I was like, okay. And at the end of it, I was like, maybe there's some payoff. But there wasn't. He ended up turning into a horse anyway. And this is... It was weird. This one... No, it was not a good one. Everything, everywhere, all at once is also super weird. It's super weird, you guys. I'm not going to lie. Duper, 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 duper weird. But the payoff it works. If they hadn't
0: made it as weird as it is, I feel like, you know, for some things... You either have to be where it is, or you have to take it like really far out. You have to like go to almost like too far, like you, like not too far. You there's some things where the people didn't go, don't go far enough. Mm-hmm. It's like I can see the potential, but they didn't push it far enough. And for this, it's like it's super weird, but they pushed it so far. In the weird thing, but it, that it just works yes. really, really well.
1: Where the surrealist elements work to enhance the story main message mm-hmm. as opposed to the surrealist elements just being there for shock factor mm-hmm. that's what i didn't like about um that's what i didn't like about sorry to bother you because mm-hmm. it's like i don't get this like mm-hmm. this shock factor thing that this his organization that he thought he was doing well in mm-hmm. and progressing in on the back end they were actually turning their employees into horses that are buffed up and with large penises. And it was like, <laughs> what was the point of this? It just became a thing and it's like, I don't understand this. Mm. And it didn't make sense. And so I'm like, and you only focused on those elements. And you're like, I to me, to this day, I was just like, I don't even know if this film was really about what he said it was about. Like, I don't get the labor. I don't get the pay. I don't even get what happened to the character at the end of the day. Mm. But in this film, you see the surrealist elements and it just works so seam- seamlessly with with what their main message of love and dealing with trauma, the immigrant family, it, it was just, everything was so nice. Like, I, by the end of it, I was like, I wanted to cry. Like, I actually called my mom at the end of this. Like, I was, I, my friends, you guys had gone into the bathroom. <laughs> I called my mom. And I was like, Mom, just just checking to see if you're okay. I love you. Because that was what was going on in the film. Like, it was about it was. a mother and daughter that A whole was family the main that was thing. like, they yeah, to get back to about each the
0: other. Ma- the whole family, but the, I, the ma- I feel like the main core part of the story. A mother
1: loving her daughter.
0: A mother loving her daughter and also causing trauma to her daughter. Mm-hmm, so much trauma. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like it's not, it, I mean, it's an immigrant story, but it's not just an immigrant. I feel like this is any family. Yeah, Like, your your parents can cause you so much trauma because they're the ones that, For, like, most of your, like, you know, people who get married and stuff, you know, have families. You love them so much. But, like, for, like, most, a lot of your life, they're the people you love the most. Yep. So, being that you love them the most and that they most, you know, in a lot of cases, love you the most, they can hurt you the most. And sometimes they do, unintentionally. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, like, sometimes I feel like this is almost, like... It's it's just universal.
1: Yeah. That doing, people do
0: you harm without meaning to. Yeah, and they
1: mean muttons. It's because they want so much better for you or they don't want you to be like them. All the things that they hate about themselves, they don't want for you. Mm-hmm. So they really try to get on you about things. They're mm-hmm. like, I don't want you. I mean, sometimes I see this with my niece. Mm-hmm. I often get on her about certain things just because it's like, I don't want this for her. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it might be, like, Auntie's nagging, Auntie's nagging. But I'm like, no. I need you to be, You need you to read these books, you know, you need to read, it's important, you can't just be on your phone all the time, mm. you know, it's very important for you to be able to read and understand and do all this stuff, you know, and so it's like, it might seem like, oh, auntie's getting on you, but it's just like, I want your future to be good, but it's, so it's like, sometimes parents come at it that way, where they really don't want, they want the best for you, or they don't want you to turn out like them, or something like that, you Or know? they don't
0: want you to be, they don't want the world to harm you.
1: That could be another one, too, Yeah. I know they like, want to shelter you from stuff which they, also could be harmful exactly yeah exactly kids from stuff they want
0: they want they want you to make tweaks or changes to yourself so that the world won't see this nail that that, that it wants to hammer down because mm-hmm. you're sticking out mm-hmm. and it's like you it's understandable because I know that that's for Le- my parents love me so much and I adore them and love them so much. But my mom, she is like a mama bear. She is like, Mm -hmm. the the epitome, excuse me, something went down the wrong way. Mm. (coughs) Sorry, everybody. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. My bad. (laughs) I don't know if that helped to put more stuff down my throat. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Mm y'all. But like, she's like, like, because you guys know how I sing all the time. And my mom was talking to me the other day, and she was like, Whitney, it's, it's it's wonderful that you have a song for every occasion. But sometimes it's a bit much. Do you have to say oh, all the time? I feel like people are going to think you're kind of weird sometimes. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's true, Mom. But um, so I, unfortunately for you, you and Dad loved me so well that I just don't care what other people think. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
1: Right? That's what's up.
0: So, and she, and she just smiled. Mm. but it's like inadvertently you're I think I think all parents at some point cause trauma Mm. some more than others like in this story the mother had caused her daughter so much you could just see it Mm -hmm. and and stephanie sue
1: yeah that's the actress
0: stephanie sue she she played it so well played that like She's so talented. She played the part so well, like, mm-hmm. this different range that she had of, like, this pain. Mm-hmm. And you could see it in the daughter, Joy, and then you could also see it in the alternate version. Um, uh, the the, the
1: job of what? T- t- Jobu. Jobu took... To, to, oh, Lord. <laughs> Jobu took... Okay, well, it was, like, the end. So, Joy was plays the daughter... Like, Stephanie Sue plays Joy, who is the daughter, mm-hmm. and... Well, there's bo- multiple versions of her. Yeah, but in another version, she's this jo- jo- Jobu bu t- t- or Kabake something, or
0: something, t- yeah,
1: something really weird. But <laughs> she's like the big enemy. She's that, the nemesis. She's the nemesis of the, film. of the whole film, and like Evelyn, who's played by Michelle Yeoh, is like the one that's been sent to like help them. Help to defeat the universe to defeat her because yeah. they want her, they want her to kill her. Yeah, they want her to get rid but of she's her. She's actually, she, she actually made her actually. You yeah, know?
0: because the mother in another universe, she's still her the mother, alpha universe, but she's right? the one who like broke her. And it's yeah. like, and this is the thing, it's like, it's just universal. It's like your parents can break you with people who love you. And she was like, and they tell in the story, it's like she, she kept pushing her and pushing mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. and she pushed her until she just like broke her mind because yeah. they like jumped between these different. Multiverses and they like inha- like pull yeah. skills, knowledge and like, stuff from yeah, them. Yeah, they pull skills and knowledge. Um, and it's knowledge like and you can't jump too much, or else it'll like shatter your mind. And that's mm. what she did to. Well, not <sighs> what what what, what well, was her name? In the Evelyn, Joel, and Evelyn didn't do it, but Evelyn's other multiverse counterpart mm-hmm. did it to. Her, her daughter Her daughter. Mm-hmm. and broke her and turned her into this like yeah, her super innocent. And she became. And she's like, nothing matters anymore. And she was able and to he,
1: live. Like, she was able every, to live, She experienced like, everything every experience at, once. at once. Yeah, she. Basically, the yeah. title. She experienced everything every, all everywhere. At once. All all and once. that's kind of like. I think the title is so apt for the film, too, because it's almost like when you have this kind of trauma and pain mm-hmm. dealing with your parents, and it's like you don't know how to talk to them. And it's like all these things can overwhelm you, and you feel everything everywhere all at once and mm. it's like the flood of the emotions the flood of the mm-hmm. anger the everything you know it c- can just overwhelm you and I thought that um I don't know why I just I was thinking about it. as soon as you was talking mm-hmm. I was like yeah this pain that she was having was like every that's what she was experiencing all her lives at once and she's yeah. going seamlessly through them that nobody else can do like without jump she didn't even need to do all that stuff she was just like I'm yeah. inhabiting my persons and, and it was it's creepy, so interesting crazy how she did
0: it And we're so, we're sorry, you guys. We were going to have another guest, our friend Rosie, but Rosie had to work. So Mm -hmm. she, she she not sleep. But (laughs) Rosie had some really great observations. She's like, she really wanted to not be alone because she was like, when her mind broke after branching out to all of these different multiverses at once, she's the only person who can see all this. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I didn't come here to kill you. She wanted wanted someone else to see which she saw to experience.
1: Everyone saw her as a danger to the whole world and everything. And she was. (laughs) She was because she was so apathetic and she was so violent and she would be like, "Ah, uh But to her, nothing mattered. Yeah,
0: it's like, none of it matters, so why care about it? Yeah,
1: so she was just going through doing whatever she wanted to do to everybody in ridiculous ways, too. Like, instead of killing somebody, she would, like, breathe into them and their hair would pop off like a confetti balloon. (laughs) It was so surreal. Like, it was crazy. But, um... The thing that I, uh, when it comes to her, you said something about how she didn't want to be alone. I saw it more so that she wanted to show her mother what she saw. She's like, I want you to see my point of view. I want you to see where I'm at. You know? And that it's makes like, sense. And, and how, how you bring her to what contributed
0: to doing this mm-hmm, to me. Mm-hmm. I see that, yeah.
1: And and I don't know if she wanted to bring her into the darkness, because she made this everything bagel, which is hilarious, because this movie's (laughs) called Everything Everywhere All at Once, and like she made this big, black, dark thing. She's like, what happened? she put 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 everything on the bagel. She put everything on the bagel, so it became this big, dark thing, this big symbol. Like a black hole. (laughs) Yeah, and it's almost like, and then Whitney, you brought it up about how it was kind of similar to how people that are depressed like they're kind of suicidal mm. and it like, it can't hearken to that because you could tell that it's like nothing. She just wasn't a happy child, like a happy person, you know? Yeah. She was like Evelyn and her mom, they ran a, they, the family and her husband, they were always fighting. They ran like a kind of like, they call it a failing I wouldn't laundromat even call it
0: fighting. I feel like it's, not connecting, like yeah. he always wanted yeah. to talk to her, and she was he never available to to, co- to, to, to communicate with. Yes,
1: and she would just be like, "We're busy, we're doing this, we're doing that," and she just dismissing. so I feel
0: like there wasn't even the opportunity to fight because and she, she was he just was not she available. Was weak? She really did. I don't know if she thought he was weak or if like her father thought he was weak. I think or she just think like
1: Evelyn thought her husband was weak. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. But he wasn't really. He was strong because he was still kind and, and I Evelyn love that. had a streak of meanness. Like she really did. She was mean to her daughter too. And she was like, "Mom, I want you to accept me." I don't know Mom, if I, I to- would say
0: that Evelyn had a streak of meanness. I she feel did. like
1: she was Look at what she said to people. Look how she reacted. Remember the one person that came to the laundry man? She was like, "Oh, she has a large nose." I'm Like, "Well, dang." I feel she, like she was just like really frank.
0: Which isn't necessarily the same as being mean. Sometimes it's it's mean, mean okay. to that person, the person experiencing it. But I feel like the intent wasn't. Okay, being I can mean understand
1: mean. that, especially being a child of immigrants. Yeah, and because
0: know. you know, yeah. meanness I feel like is involved. It, intent is involved in it. Okay, that's, and I that's feel a like you point. can be that's un. That's good point. So that's why I played you that song,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which um, you guys will put it in the show notes. It's a song from Steven Universe. Comes called "Here Comes a Thought," and it's like words that you said are um and how they harmed you, mm. and, but anyway, it's, it's, it's a really great song, it's like, because I really like that line about just, like I said, words that you said, and how they harmed you, mm. and that's what it was, for like, for Joy, and her mother, it's like, these words that she says, they harm her, and she's not realizing the damage that she did because that's like the same thing that her dad did. Mm. And it's like she's continuing yeah, the, the cycle, which the is storage, interesting. Yeah. Now thinking back to the YouTube video you sent me, because they were talking about the donut mm-hmm. and it's a circle. Mm-hmm. And it's like the circle is represented throughout the movie, which I didn't pick up on until I watched the YouTube video. Because it's like it's coming full circle. Yeah. The father, the
1: father almost was the had originator like originator of this sort of trauma. Yeah. Because he passed off he passed it on to his daughter because it was like she was never good enough. He was always like, he was always. She, I felt like at the end of the film, we figured out that her father made it seem like he didn't want her because she was a girl, or that he didn't, he wasn't proud of her at all. Mm-hmm. That she was judge- he was judging her all the time, yes. and then she ended up doing the same thing to the daughter. But mm-hmm. like, she loved her daughter; you could tell. But it's just like she just did not know how to communicate that. Communicate that without like instead of she wanted to tell her daughter. Like I love the scene where the daughter was going off with her girlfriend, mm-hmm. her uh, like love interest girlfriend, mm-hmm. and she didn't want to. They had already been fighting because the grandfather was coming into town mm-hmm. and she did not want to tell the grandfather that her daughter was a lesbian. And mm-hmm. she was like, we're not going to talk about that. You're, she's just a friend. And she was, just, Joy was just getting pissed off at Evelyn. But then she went into the car, and she was like, wait a minute. And then you could tell in that moment, she just wanted to say, I love you, be safe, like a mom would. But mm-hmm. she just said, you need to eat healthy, you're getting fat. And mm-hmm. then it's like, but it's like,
0: yeah. wow, man. And also, which was another, like, Michelle Yeoh is just phenomenal anyway. Mm-hmm. But another um, just scene with Stephanie Sue,
1: yeah, Su- Stephanie Sue.
0: Sue mm-hmm. Su- um, was when she told when um, Evelyn told her father that this is a good friend, and you saw the look on Joy's face. It just, you could see like the like the shatter. It's like a shattering. You could mm-hmm. almost just feel it. Like, my mother is just like, she's never going to accept me.
1: Mm-hmm. She uh- wants her to stand up for her because mm-hmm. this is who she is. She's like, I love this girl. You need to you're you're accepting it but you don't want it's like a shame to you that you don't want to tell my grandfather this. Mm -hmm. So it's like it makes her feel even more worse about herself. You know? So it was like there were there's so many dynamics and then trauma. I love her husband. Her husband is like one of my favorite characters in this whole thing. I love the two ladies, of course. Well, there's also Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm -hmm. Um who was hilarious in it, actually. But um, <laughs> yeah. I love her. Probably my favorite person in this film is the husband because he he's amazing, patient, and kind, but it was sad to him because it's like in the middle of all the stuff that was going on, he was like, he drew up divorce papers because he's like, it's not working.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm
1: trying to reach you. I'm trying to get, I'm loving and caring, and you're not giving me this back. And it's like, he didn't know what else to do.
0: He's like, maybe you were like, well, actually, not in their world, but in a different multiverse universe is like. Maybe you're right. Maybe we should never have gotten married. And she's like, I never said that. He was like, but I can see it on your face. Hey,
1: that was hard. That was like, damn. And then she kind of confirmed
0: it. Because remember when she went into the multiverse where she was like she a got to kung see, fu legend? Yes, and she, got to and see she was like, my life was so amazing when I didn't marry you. you. Exactly. And she said it, it to so his
1: horrible. face. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, wow, you're such a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you yeah, have this awesome, nice man. He's like going to the trenches with you. And I love. And, uh, and okay. he was always clear. Cleaning up, her helping her with the
0: mess, her unconscientiousness because she was not she was not considerate of other people's feelings mm-hmm. is what it uh, that's the word considerate. Mm-hmm. She was often inconsiderate and she didn't think about how her words might affect people, mm-hmm. including like you know strangers and stuff. So like when they were at the tax office with Jamie Lee Curtis's character and she was like messing the stuff up, her husband like brought cookies and stuff. Mm-hmm. He was always like smoothing things Which over that, for yeah. her with his
1: kindness. Yeah. And that was his weapon. I like how they talked. He talked about that. About like he's like, you think I'm weak, but I fight a different way. She's like, you always imagine. He was talking to um a different Evelyn, who's the main character, who's talking to Michelle Yeoh's character in a he different like, multiverse. Yeah, and he was talking about how you always find fancy, uh, fancy yourself to fire the um. That you're the warrior that you have to to be strong and all Mm -hmm. this stuff, and that you think I'm weak, but he's like, no, I just fight my battle differently. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he uses kindness, and it works, and it works for her because she's not kind, really. (laughs) She wasn't. Yeah, she was not. She's not unkind, but she's not particularly kind. She was not particularly kind. Yeah.
0: And then it just—it was so cool because then
1: and kindness is a strength because not a lot of people act in kindness. Yeah, it really is a strength. And
0: like near the end of the movie, and you guys know, um, we're this is full of spoilers. (laughs) <laughs> you
1: guys are not this far, you already know. Y'all but know like I need to go watch the movie first. Exactly. <laughs> but
0: like you get to the end of the movie and she's been like using all these skills she got from these different multiverse people and they're like fighting skills. Mm-hmm. And then her husband, like her original husband, the one from the universe she's in, he's like, I can't I can't take this anymore. Mm-hmm. It's so much violence. He was like like Just please be fighting. like please be, be kind. You, yeah, be kind. And she actually listens to him for once, cause she was she never really listened to him.
1: Mm-hmm. And she
0: did. She like she used a different type of like fighting style, where instead of like beating be- these be- people be- be- down, be- be- people she, she used them up. like multiverse their multiverses to find what Makes would make them, them happy.
1: happy. And she made that on um, it was so interesting. Because she was like, kill him with kindness. Yes. And she did. She disarmed all of them. And then it was like, she was at the end, she was trying to reach her daughter. And her, it was like, the, and you saw, so for the first time, you saw that her, like, her, like, villain character mm-hmm. was like backing away because she was just like, oh no, don't come at me with the kindness. Because, mm-hmm. like, she wanted the darkness, she wanted to be let go. She was
0: like, what? She was like, "There's only a few fleeting moments, so why, why stay?" In and that, it was like, 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 like you said about the like the the depression mm-hmm. and almost like suicide because she wanted to. She was like, "I don't want to almost like exist she anymore." She didn't want to
1: exist anymore. She was looking for a way to kill herself because she could see all the she had seen so many lives and so many things in the universe. Yeah, and it was just like, what's the point?"
0: And I love that's one of the things I loved most about this movie because at the very end, when she does save her, well, she comes back. But she goes into the black hole, but she comes back. But, like, when she's talking to one of the multiverses of her daughter, she's like, why would I want to stay? She's like, just stop chasing me. Just Mm -hmm. let me go. Mm -hmm. And she says okay, but then she, like. Because
1: she loved her daughter. Yes. She was going to let her go. She
0: did. But then she's like, wait. She's like, she had something else to say to her. And she's like, I know, like, you know, not perfect and stuff like that. But, like. Said, and there's all these other places I could have been, like all these different people that we could be, but I would, n- I do not want to be, I would never, I would, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else but here with you. Yes, she said she and that brought her, her. back. Yeah, and it's like, it so there's amazing. so much pain in the world, mm-hmm. but despite all of this, I would not want to be anywhere else but here with you. And that that can be enough for someone.
1: Yeah, it was very deep. It was. Very deep. Like, this movie, even though there's all this surreal stuff, and we're going to get to those And a parts, lot of
0: wacky, wacky there
1: stuff. There's <laughs> such wackiness in it. We're going to get to those parts. But I wanted to take a time to really focus on the depth of this film so that yeah, y'all will y'all understand when y'all go. Like, these are the things you're looking for. You will see these. Like, I know you will see some, like, what is this? Because some people don't really like those kind of films mm-hmm. where they're, like, surrealist and they're, like, this is not normal, this is not happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now, if you watch some films of this time of age, like the multiverse thing is actually becoming quite common. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, you can suspend with reality Mm -hmm. for just two hours and just deal with what is happening in this film. Mm -hmm. You're never like unaware. You're learning as the the main character is learning because this thing is happening to her Mm -hmm. and she's getting introduced to the multiverses and all this kind of stuff. So you're going along the ride with her and everything begins to make sense as you're going along. So it's not like you're just left in confusion, you know, like some people's films. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) but we want you to understand, like, this movie, did. the surreal things really helped to bring home that story, to bring home mm-hmm. that messaging of love and how to heal what the damaged relationship. It's really a relational movie. It was about repairing a relationship with her husband and her daughter. Even though she made a friend, I remember um, in uh, in an interview I was listening to, of Michelle Yo, mm-hmm. she talked about, she mentioned that portion about how Jamie Lee Curtis, was like her main antagonist. But in one world where they had sausages, I mean, they had um, hot dogs hot for dogs fingers? Or fingers.
0: Where human beings had, sorry, yeah, not just them, but all human beings. It was so crazy, y'all. Yeah, it was so weird.
1: <laughs> they had hot dogs for fingers, and it was like a love thing to put the hot dogs in your mouth, and like mustard was coming out of your mouth. It was so weird. <laughs> oh, my God, God y'all, it was so weird. And they it even was. explained how the... The hot dog fingers became the thing, the normal for everybody. I know that like was they went back <laughs> into like the cro <laughs> Magnum era, and then they showed like the regular person with a hand being defeated by the hot dog hand person, <laughs> like the Neanderthal. You're just like so everyone with a regular <laughs> hand just died off. It's like so crazy, it was late. Oh but it was God. like it, there was like but, a
0: separate love story where they were like lovers. Was, they
1: were yeah, they were like lovers, and so it's like she saw this and she was like, oh, this person could be a friends. Like, they ended up doing this love dance with their hot dog fingers, and <laughs> she stopped seeing this, because Jamie Lee Curtis' character play, like, the auditor mm-hmm. in the regular world, where she was basically the enemy, and she was the IRS person. Yeah. But then in another world, she was, like, this person that was, like, trying to beat her down, sumo wrestler powers and mm-hmm. stuff. And so it's like she was always on the enemy side, and then she got that one world where they were actually lovers, mm-hmm. her, and then she could, in the regular world, where the main story was happening, she could be like, okay, I can talk to this person. We can be friends, actually. She actually yeah, hugged she, her because she talked yeah. about like, us um, unlovable bitches,
0: and she was like, no, you are not unlovable. Yeah, and that's what they a, bonded one, over, because mm-hmm. they both were kind of viewed in that way. Yep. They both had this kind of like prickliness about them. They both were prickly. Both Evelyn and, and I don't um, know what the auditor's character name was. What's Jamie what's Lee name? character's character in there. Anyway.
1: What, what's her name, Janine?
0: I don't think Deirdre, so. Deidre. Deidre. Yeah, was her name. that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it so much healing occurred just from being kind. She's yeah. like,
1: and she ended up using loving, her husband's. Being kind and, and choosing to love. Exactly. Because I felt like if it wasn't until she, honestly, that's why I felt like the father and like her and her husband's relationship, because it was like the love that she received from him. That, that she was like that that love was powerful enough for her to see that kindness, all that stuff that just melted her prickly just because at one point she did go through looked through the bagel and went to the dark side and was about to be just as callous, carefree, and uncaring and unfeeling as joy was. Mm-hmm. As Joy became as the bad guy, she was going there. They were and going And actually, together. that was one of but my favorite her back, scenes.
0: You know, was when they became just the boulder. Yes. <laughs> a, oh my god. In a, a world, world? where where there was no life had no- actually no life had ever come to be, so they were two boulders and they were just sitting there. and it was like, <laughs> y'all. So this so is kind of nice. And it was like just like. Subtitles up there. Yes, and you like, you yeah, you have to read. You have to read. And it was so hilarious. hilarious. Oh my god. And then at one point, like late, like near the end of the movie, like she's got the googly eyes on the boulder. Yes, and just like I'm like, coming like, to get you. she's like, No, stay away from me. <laughs> and the boulders are like rolling.
1: She's like, No, I'm gonna come down to you. I'm gonna come with you. And then I love how In the boulder verse, in the boulder, uh, in the boulder (laughs) verse, in the boulder one, she was like, well, I'd rather, instead of you coming at me, I'd rather fall off a cliff and run away from you. (laughs) And then she just fell off the cliff with her. She was like, no, I'm coming down there. (laughs) She was like, no. And she was like, I'm hugging you. You are my daughter. I love you. I am
0: not going to let you go because that was, oh, that was another powerful thing Mm. for me was that like, she was like, can you, will you just let me go? And then she go back to another trauma that happened to Evelyn. She was like, when she left with her husband, mm. and he was like, and the father just let her, she was like, how could you just let me go? Mm-hmm. And that was another trauma for her. It was like,
1: mm. you just let me go. You didn't. You didn't try to fight to keep, hang on to me. And she had to heal that part. And I love it because at the end of the day, she f- stood up to her father in the real, regular, in one of the, in the main world we saw Evelyn mm-hmm. in, let's just say that, let's say her, her prime world, prime one, mm. let's call it that <laughs> just because uh, there's so many worlds because yeah. she was so many things. Oh my God. We didn't even get to raccoon queen. Oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> <laughs> she was so many. but she told her father that it's okay that you're not proud of me and that she's a mess, but she's like her own person, mm-hmm. you know? And it's almost like she stopped looking for that approval from him and then she had to tell him how and recognize what he did to harm her, mm-hmm. but that she was going to rise above that and not do the same thing to her daughter anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, that was a powerful moment, the generational, and I remember me and you had this conversation about cultural, um, mental, mental thinking, mental mm-hmm. habits, cultural habits that are just passed down that they are barriers that you need to overcome. Mm-hmm. But everyone thinks it's our culture, it's our culture, but there's some of those things that are negative and they're not right. That mm-hmm. need to be corrected, you know? I'm not gonna say the things that are primitive, but it's certain mentalities and attitudes and ways of thinking that are just not right, we'll hold not you healthy. Back.
0: Which gets, mm-hmm. brings me—I just want to tie in another like minor. Well, not minor. I'm gonna set, make it another uh, blurred out moment. Me and my mom saw um, Fiddler on the Roof at the Altria Theater I yesterday. Didn't, I don't know that story at all. It's about. Um, Jews, I want to say they're in the USSR or Russia, because I I don't know exactly what the time period is, but Mm. way back then. At the end of the movie, they basically have to leave their home because they, like, all the Jews have to leave. So it's very circuitous because it's basically the same thing happening with, like, Ukraine and Russia now. Mm. Minus it being, like, a Jew thing. It's, like, just a Ukrainian thing right now. But it's just, like... Well, but there's some
1: that, Nazism involved in this, but we're not gonna get into it. Anymore.
0: Yeah, but in that in that in that musical, like one of the like the first musical numbers talking about tradition. Mm. And these things keep happening throughout the musical, and it's like, but it's against the tradition. Mm. You're just gonna marry you wanna marry him because mm. you love him. I didn't choose him for you. Mm. The tradition is that the mm-hmm. papa chooses mm-hmm. your husband, and it's like but I love him. And it's like, you have to, in order to move forward, to grow, to not fracture your entire family unit, mm-hmm. then you have to, sometimes these traditions have to be left behind or mm-hmm. changed.
1: It's, it's. Sometimes they call it like a generational curse almost mm. when it's like repeating cycles it's yeah a generation. it's like a generational curse it has to end it has to be broken you have it makes to me think of game of thrones different.
0: when she talked about the wheel mm. and i'm gonna break the wheel because it, it is it's like a wheel it's like a cycle Can't and somebody, that I
1: forgot about that.
0: somebody has to break it somebody yeah. has to be brave enough to be like i'm not gonna repeat this mm. Because it was, that's exactly what was happening in the movie. Her father, she did the same thing that her father did. And it took this great trauma. It took her almost losing her daughter for her to recognize the trauma that she caused and to do something to try to heal it, mm. to heal her family. Because it was like, it wasn't just even just her daughter and her, like it affected her relationship with her husband. Yep. And it took, he was actually the catalyst, like you said. Mm-hmm. He was what caused her to be able to find a way to heal it because his fighting love, his he was kind of a man that
1: accepted her. Like, she felt like I felt like she felt like her father never accepted her from mm-hmm. the beginning of her life, and she and found saw her life flash. But her husband, even so, I mean, she even mentions it in the end, where she was like, She's so grateful that even though she's a mess because she noticed that her daughter was also a mess, mm-hmm. but that they both found the universe gave her someone kind and stable and nice and patient and And she was like to help my husband is this
0: person to me and my daughter found someone who's Mm -hmm. like this for her Mm -hmm. who will has the patience and the kindness Mm -hmm. and it was also interesting because like in the world where she became like the kung fu master and they weren't together and Mm -hmm. she was like oh look how successful my life was and he was successful too and then he's like talking to her, he was like, You've broken my heart once again. Mm-hmm. He was like, This world where we're like poor and running a laundromat. He was like, mm-hmm. I would have loved like to just to...
1: do laundry with you. Yes. And because he like, just loved her for every girl wants to hear that. Like you don't matter what you want. I mean, laundry is not the <laughs> <laughs> laundry is not the actual thing, but you want to hear that the person was like, I would be no matter what station line, as long as I'm with you, mm-hmm. I'm fine everybody wants to hear that. I was like, girl, you better stop playing with this that man. Like that un- love, right love right there. This love you, okay? Such
0: unconditional love and patience. And I remember what she said to him when she met him?
1: She was like, oh, what are you doing here? You should be in America and very poor. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I know, she just like said whatever came to her head. She, she never considered what Oh my you? god. <laughs> Okay, so let's get into this. Movie. And
0: then when she came back, she was like, oh, I went to this world, and I was successful. Come and see me where i we never together. met you before. And then <laughs> like when you came back, she was like, I have to tell him how successful I was when, he wa- when, when we worked was together. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, wow. Was, like, so callous. Wow. So callous.
1: <laughs> yes. but, okay, so let's get into just the real fun stuff of this movie. That's all the deep stuff, y'all. Okay, yeah, We yeah. love it for that purpose. But let's get into some real stuff. For, first of all, I want to say that with this film, you're not just getting one genre movie. You're getting like five genres. <laughs> this is an action film. This is a comedy. This is a sci-fi adventure, adventure film. Excuse me. Um, this is a drama as well, mm. and it is um, a romance. It's a romance movie. It's like all those things are happening in this film at once, and it's everything we, everywhere all, all at once. once. Yes, <laughs> and you can see the. I, I felt like I remember. I was thinking of. I've seen this kind of surrealism. This kind of interesting thing in Asian film before. Like, it's like, I could see so many types of Asian films all in this one film.
0: Mm.
1: Punk Fu Hustle with that craziness. Oh, yeah. You know, and then you could see the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon mm. type stuff. And then you can see, like, mood mood movies. Like, uh, Whitney might not know about these because I studied film, and international film. So I used to watch a lot of Asian um, foreign films that were not the fighting ones, mm-hmm. but just the ones about the families mm-hmm. and, like, Hong Kong and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And they had this, like, mood, like, in the mood for love where you just, like, that whole scene where they never married, but mm-hmm. she's in the glamorous dress, and everything. that's the thing, and how he looked with his hair slicked back and mm-hmm. everything—he was cool and debonair. That's like films called *In the Mood for Love*, where they were just like people mm-hmm. and just dealing with their their stuff, but they look cool. Like those kind of films, I've seen like every bit of it, and it was just like hilarious. It was it was, it was just a joy actually to mix them all together. I was yeah. getting Scott Pilgrim vibes, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm going to suspend with my. Order my, dis- my, I'm gonna suspend my disbelief, you know, mm-hmm. and just clue into this is happening, all this craziness we're seeing. Such it was fantastic, and in the A one world
0: where they were um, pinatas
1: oh my god Come on. <laughs> they were everything everywhere want, all at once <laughs> they
0: had these random things but they actually did kind of explain every random thing in there
1: because yes. when she
0: when the dude turned into confetti it's like I don't understand why he would turn into confetti but then it's like there's a world where people are pinatas yeah, so like, then it yeah. makes sense that yep. you just like if you hit him hard enough he yeah. turns into it all confetti it's hilarious
1: to me that and I, I, it's so interesting. I'm not going to lie. I I would give them even – I know we're not at the rating parts yet, but I like it when you can use – because nowadays you're like, okay, there aren't any, like, original films or original – people are always complaining how there's nothing original. But I'm like, this is a way to tell a same story, a same message. You have to have the same message that makes sense to the audience, like a message that they will understand, a message that needs to be retold um, re- told and solidified – And like revisited constantly Mm. because that's how we are. We have those absolutes. We have those things, those themes and things that stick true to our lives. So Mm. that part can be the same. But if you find unique ways to tell it, this is a unique way. I'm not going to lie. I love the way that the Daniels, because they wrote and directed this. Mm. I just love the way they presented this to us. It's so unique to me the way they did this. It film. was so and it's creative. Using the multiverse and original. That's not original. The multiverse stuff is not original now. But they use this thing that we understanding nowadays and they flipped it around and they presented something totally new and I was like, This is ballsy and this was because this could go a whole nother way <laughs> with all the stuff they did in this film, with all yeah. the worlds they went through, with all the crazy weird things. You're just like, this could have gone left real quick, mm-hmm. but it did not. It made so much sense. I mean, it did go at left, <laughs> but
0: it went left in a way that you're like, I am so for this.
1: Yes, I was so for this. So, so let's talk about some of the surreal things. So we we got a whole <laughs> bunch of films here. There was a lot of things going on. I love how you just watching the first time we see something that really popping off after they do all the establishing mm-hmm. story of the main family and their situation and their drama and their trauma and all this stuff you see going on. Then you just see on the camera, you're like, why is her husband like flipping around like he's some I thought he's just a regular dude like he's flipping around in the camera in the laundromat exactly. he's just like wait a minute and then,
0: when I was watching that part I'm like why is he doing unnecessary flips I feel like yes. these flips are unnecessary like you can just
1: walk around the laundry. there are dope. no enemies in yes. here right now <laughs> Oh my God! And then when she got slapped, pulled into the the closet, oh man, everything hit the fan. Like once she went and met Deidre at the IRS office <laughs> for her all these receipts and everything, it was just like it just took you on a roller coaster, a roller coaster ride that you're just like, oh my wow. God!
0: When. Because in order to, like, inhabit these other multiverse cells, cells, you have to do something that you would never do in that particular world. So you have to do these random things. So, like, when... um,
1: When we see the powers... What was his name again? Um, um, The husband's name? That's a good question. Alpha Wong? Wasn't it Alpha Wong? Wong... Wong Ram? Wong Ram? Wayman. Rayman. Rayman or Wong Rayman?
0: waymond waymond
1: which is interesting
0: yeah but like waymond <laughs> he uh oh man where was i going with it but the first time that he like he uses one of it yeah he eats an eraser what no, it wasn't know. a razor, It was chapstick. chapstick. Yeah, He eats chapstick. And, I thought and I'm was like, I was like, <laughs> is this like a 007 type thing where it's explosive or mm-hmm. something? But it's like, no, he had to do, in order to like, get in these new abilities, he had to, to do these
1: random, really acts. random things. It's so crazy. And at and so, one point, oh
0: God, like the enemies are trying to like, get like a new skill or whatever. And there's this like, award or something on the desk. And it's very kind of slightly phallic looking. It looks like yes, a vibrator almost. Like a and they, apparently they have to get it up her butt to get the new one and he keep he pulls his mask down. and he keeps trying to get his oh butt my gosh.
1: and she like keeps like they're fighting
0: and she's trying to keep him away from it and then you see like she's kept the other dude gonna, away from it and then you see like, one of the other happening. enemies like come in slow motion through the air <laughs> And there's like a there's like a blur bubble on his like his his ass because oh like god. he's got no hilarious. pants on and he lands on, and it's just like oh my god
1: it's so <laughs> crazy because it's like two guys were like they because she knew she had to stop them from putting these things up their butts but <laughs> because if she did. If they, if they get those things up their butt, they were going to be able to um, get new co- skills, collect their kung fu skills from another realm or another mm. life, and they were going to be <laughs> able to feed, defeat her because she had her kung fu <laughs> skills, but she did something different to get those. And so, it was just so weird how, like, I just thought it was so funny.
0: And then the neighbor, um, not the neighbor, but, like, the, the
1: customer with the dog. Oh, my gosh. She used her dog to fight. She it used her so dog weird. as, like, y- nunchucks? Like, nunchucks. I'm like, <laughs> dog lovers would have a field day about this. I'm talking to PETA. <laughs> Sit your ass down. It's just a movie. Oh, my God. It and then the one point
0: where, like, the very first time that we see Jamie Lee Cade, Curtis's character, um,
1: Deidre, yeah, yeah, and they're like, oh, sumo she's type. a,
0: yeah, they were like, no, it wasn't sumo, they are like, what is, they, they, they said sumo, sumo, but they were trying to
1: figure out what did she get, and they're oh, like, okay, oh, man. she's
0: like, she's a, she, she's a pro wrestler, wrestler okay. and then he's like, she's about to do the backbreaker.
1: Oh, yeah, so it was, <laughs> it was a pro wrestler, yep, yep, yep. Uh, what about the part where, when you see um, Joy as, um, Joe, jo- Denounce it. Jobu Takui. Uh, the enemy, the enemy, Joy is the enemy person. Because <laughs> Joy in her world was just Joy. But the main person that she t- was. Jobu Tabaki, I think? T-
0: t- I, I think it's Jobu him.
1: Tabaki. And she was like, I remember Evelyn was like, j- you're just making sounds. What are you saying? <laughs> because the name made no sense. It didn't. Jobu Tabaki. I was I'm, like, what honestly, is he saying? saying? But that was the, her title because... She was someone that no one was like her because she's able to do something that no one else in any of the universes could, any of the worlds could do. She could go through all of her time, her lives, and in, in, in the universes simultaneously and just hop back in and out of all. It was crazy. But when she come in and you finally see that, oh, Joy is this Jobu Takoi that they were looking for. Jobu Tabaki. Jobu Tabaki that they were looking for. And then she's like, this is Joy? And then. The police are trying to get her because Evelyn ended up, like, punching Deidre in the face because of all this <laughs> nonsense was that was going on. She thought she was inhabited by sh- one up. of her yes. alters. All this possession that was happening, <laughs> flipping back and forth between the worlds. So she punched Deidre in the face. <laughs> they called security, <laughs> yeah. and it became, like, an incident. Oh, my God, y'all. It was so crazy. But then Jo she Takaki, she's been looking for Evelyn. She's looking for her mom. Mm-hmm. But she came up in there, and I'm telling you not. I tell you not, guys, she ended up using like two big-ass dildos <laughs> to beat this guy's ass. Oh, my God. I oh, was that's like, crazy. I Those things were huge. Like, Wait a minute. I was like, Whitney, is that what I think it is? is that what I think? It was two dildos. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, this is on screen. and Especially the phallic thing where they had the butt- Plug their butt with that thing, (laughs) and they were fighting with those things in their. ass. Oh, speaking of
0: like butt plugs and stuff, Ah. like when she was killing them with kindness, they had the one dude who apparently wanted to be a submissive, and she puts like the ball gag in his mouth and then slaps him. And it's in slow motion. She's like,
1: "It was so much craziness, guys!" (laughs) Like, and it was so cool because her husband was the first one to show her this. Like, her husband. The person he was in another world kept going in and out. Like he was the one that kept going in and telling her what to do, and mm-hmm. it was just like she was like, it was so funny because she never knew when her husband came out and when he came out, she's like, <laughs> are you this? Like it was it was a whole roller coaster of crazy, and it was so funny the that she kept that saying Joy like kept wearing too or funny because when she was being the other one, she would just wear all these voluminous like she didn't care. She could just be outside and wear all this crazy makeup. Yeah, and it was very cool. It, it made and sense. Reckon. Re- Oh, my God, raccoon. you guys. Okay, so Ratatouille didn't exist. There was a, one world where she was a chef, but there was another chef that was better than her, and he wore a big top hat because he had a raccoon <laughs> doing what Rakatouie was doing. <laughs> and they call it Rakakooey. <laughs>
0: yeah, they call it Ratatouille. But then in her world, they have Ratatouille. So she's trying to explain to them what's happening with like these like, multiverses. And she was like, it's that movie, uh, Rakanui And then they're laughing oh, at her because you're like, you mean Ratatouille, right? Yes. Well,
1: and then she's actually in this other world where it is Rakanui. It was so hilarious. And you have Harry Shum Jr., the awesome Harry Shum Jr., Pretending to be the, the French chef. chef. He, this time he was an Asian chef. And he had a raccoon in his hand. And the raccoon could talk and everything. And once she uncovered it, because they were both chefs mm-hmm. in this world, and she was like, he, the raccoon's like, she's seen too much. Get her. <laughs> he was just like, yo, what is this craziness? <laughs> and then at one point, y'all, she became the raccoon pulling the guy's hair strings to get him to save the she raccoon. She was on and the show. She shelter. realized that she made him upset. So she's like, the guy was so dis- devastated that he lost his raccoon. And she's like, you know what? We're going to get this raccoon. So she had him on his shoulders. It was like they both flipped at one point. It was so yeah, messy, she y'all. was on his
0: shoulders, and then he, he broke down. He didn't have enough strength to run anymore. Yes. She was like, okay, fine. You get on my Chad. shoulders.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's just so much like the sausage. The, I keep calling it sausage. The hot dog fi- fingers? The hot dog fingers was the main thing that it I was, was like, so weird. what in the world? I don't understand. But I liked the, some of the other worlds where she was like, she was different things. Like, I love the one where she was the person that that was holding those little flip things. Like, the people that stand on the corner to the... Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The, 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 the people. Yeah.
1: She was flipping that the thing board, around. yeah. I love how they were able to like I like the way they thought of downloading the, the, the gifts and talents on the other lives.
0: And like the in, and like unconventional way. Yeah, and like, like,
1: she needed more lung capacity to breathe. And then, so she downloaded the singer's lung capacity because the singer was Because she was, was like, she was
0: a blind singer because she lost her, like she had an accident as a child mm-hmm. in this ultra, other multiverse. I didn't
1: know that, that she, was yeah, she was blind. Yeah, she was blind. Because remember
0: you see her like at that same moment when she's a little kid and then she falls down and her like, mm-hmm. then she's like blind. Mm-hmm. So then I think that like enhanced her singing. other senses. Oh, interesting. And then also she had like, you know, pursued like the singing. So I think it was like, I don't know. Multiple things, because I feel like she had better senses too. Because remember when she came out of the fog stuff, she had her eyes closed mm. and was using like those other I mean, no, senses.
1: See, I things you you gotta catch things. The most ridiculous thing I think I saw besides the other stuff was. Where Besides she was the other pinky. Stuff. Remember the pinky? <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> and then you see this like bicep on pinky. the pinky? Yes, I've never seen a <laughs> pinky with biceps. Like they did a close up of this, y'all. A close up. <laughs> it was the most hilarious thing. I just could not stop. That. <laughs> this movie was so hilarious. Like that's the thing. It's like there was, I like the, the metaphor of, um. I guess it's not a metaphor, but it's just like they were, she was talking, Michelle Yo said that she was like, something like this is good because it's like you have joy and sorrow holding it together. She's like, joy you can hold sor- you can hold and joy and sorrow together. Yes. Like sunshine. And this film has that both together. And rain. It was amazing, guys. It was just. Joy. I don't know. Are we ready to rate Whitney? And pain. Is there anything else you want to mention?
0: Like sunshine. And rain. I don't I'm ready. That song. I don't I'm that song. ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, joy and pain. That's. uh Wait. Uh, I I want to say it's Frankie Beverly and Mays. Let me check. Maybe I I
1: don't know. Could be Ltd. Are you ready to? Are you ready to? I'm ready. ready ready. I'm ready. Ready, I'm ready. Rate rate rate. Is there any other point? I thought you were doing a
0: remix. Rate 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 rate. That was a good one. That was a good one.
1: Um, I don't know what else to say about this film, but I was like, you guys. Wherever you are listening to this, if you can get to the theater, you need to go watch everything, everywhere, all at once. And if it you guys really are in the Richmond is, area,
0: the only place that has it is Bowtie. Tie, the Bowtie Theater. Or on Movie Boulevard. Land at Boulevard.
1: Movie Land Boulevard.
0: Is the technical name, but it's, you know. Go
1: watch it, because it's amazing. Even the, we were stuck, like, we enjoyed this so much. We stayed there chatting about the film after the fact and then the guys that came to clean up was in there and then he started chatting with us about it too about how much he loved it and that he wanted to watch it again and it was just cool. We were just all bonding about this film and mm-hmm. we were like, yeah it's amazing. So it's a good film you guys take your it's an family, amazing take your film. Love,
0: I show. will I will up your good to amazing
1: yeah this is I'm not gonna lie as much as it's it's I not was for because
0: there's some people who just can't do who just can't Can get into it get if into it's it. too but weird. It's, but it's really but good. it's amazing. It and it's artistic, it's artistic and it's original and yes. it's so heartfelt.
1: Yes, you will. T- it's
0: got all tear. these other rappers, but at the end of the day, it's so you heartfelt. to you.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that music that's always in the, that, in the 90s. Uh, sitcoms, oh, yeah, you know, they did it in the family. That's the family guy. Yeah, exactly. That's. Oh my gosh. So I was, I'm sorry. We're blurting out about this movie. I'm I'm so, so nice. glad we decided to talk about it. I am this. so it's glad really that you suggested one.
0: seeing this. This, I, my life is more enriched it. for having seen this yes, movie. Yes, it is. Because I really it was so, so
1: oh, it's so original. It's mm-hmm. so awesome. I really want to like see if my mom will like be down with it. But I definitely try and show my sister.
0: I don't know. But if it, I don't know. If I want to see Because I was thinking about the same thing too. Because <laughs> sometimes like, You know, we can get down with, like, weird stuff. My mom is like, something she's like, eh, it's just, it's a little too weird for me. Yeah, Yeah,
1: but I feel like it made sense, though. And then, no, there's some parts where you're just like, what the heck? (laughs) But it was, it was just, I don't know, Okay. I will, we'll think about it some more. But all of you that you know are what? listening, I'm just gonna, go and
0: watch it. I'm not throwing away my shot. I'm going. I'm not I'm
1: throwing a, away my shot. So I'm just, just like, like my country. Again. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, and I'm, hungry hungry. I'm, I'm not, not throwing, throwing away, away
0: my shot. 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 So I'm gonna give it a shot. When this comes out on streaming, I'm gonna show it to my mom. Because sometimes I'm surprised by the stuff she loves. Because like when she likes stepbrothers I was like, I never thought that she oh, would have wow. liked stepbrothers oh, Wow! And she thought Your it was hilarious. Your mom probably watch
1: it over my mom. I have a hard time getting her to watch anything that's not a Korean <laughs> drama. Or Korean fra- variety TV. <laughs> Speaking of, we really
0: need to work something like an Indian movie and a like Korean drama or something in here. I've
1: been telling you, Whitney, you need to watch some. Yeah, but that would, that would yeah. be good. That would be good
0: because I mean, I I really want to kind of rewatch some of the like oldies yeah, but goodies, good. like Coffee oldies Prince, good, personal yeah, taste. Those ones are really good. Boy, oh, Boys Over
1: Flowers. All of you who blurred out or nerd out about those things. You guys know what we're talking about. Anyway, so let's do a rating. Um, maybe should we do it on like, like maybe on three, three, two, one, ten.
0: This movie is amazing, you guys. You really, if you have any, I want to watch it see, again. I, I really do. do. I want to watch it, it when it's streaming. 'Cause yeah. I was talking to Bola about this earlier today. I was like, we've done like our initial just seen it thing. But this type of movie
1: when there's so there's so many levels so deep, and layers to it. You, you, you need to a, watch it again to really a, appreciate it. Yeah.
0: And the fact that you can like when mm-hmm. you're streaming it, you can pause, you can have subtitles and stuff, mm-hmm. captions. It it allows you to see things that you might not have seen the first time around. Yep. Yeah. And for someone like me, like for Bola, maybe maybe watching a second time would have done it. For me, I I kind of need like captions, the mm. ability to pause and stuff like that. Yeah, and that really helps me the better get it. But I feel like once, whenever, whatever streaming this thing, um, this movie eventually comes on, whatever platform that's going to be, I feel like maybe we should do a follow up. Yeah, of like second thoughts on the mm. second like watching Except it again. Reviewing. Yeah, you
1: probably do that. Yeah. Uh, before we go, I wanted to make two points that mm-hmm. I didn't get to, but that. Um, I love how Michelle Yeoh said that she loved the directors for making this film where the lead person was an aging, an aging Asian woman, Mm. where usually she's in a place in life where she'd be like invisible. No one would pay attention to her. No one would think to make her a superhero of any story. But she was the main superhero of this story. And she loved that because she's also like, she's going to be 60 soon, hmm. which is, I'm sorry, but she's awesome. She looks amazing. For all that movement she was using at 60 and I, me and her, me and Whitney at 30 something, <laughs> we are just like, my knee, yes, my back, God. you know? She was doing a lot, but it was just the point that they decided to make, Tell this woman's story. Tell this kind of woman's story. an Immigrant woman's story. I love, I the, love that they did the that. The diversity in protagonists. And then and also... And I feel like people oh, sorry. Are, Go ahead. No, oh, sorry. I, didn't,
0: I, I think I cut you off, actually. Okay,
1: cool. <laughs> but also the story of um, Key Hei is, is that how you say his name? The one that played the husband. Mm-hmm. His story about why he was so happy to do this and how no one has seen him acting for over 20 years, but the fact that he was so big back when he was a kid mm-hmm. and he was putting these stories but because there were so little roles for asian americans coming up in the 90s 2000s all that stuff except for the token the token uh, diversity and sometimes not even that they would just maybe just put a black person in there mm-hmm. but asian roles were even fewer and far between mm-hmm. and he even though he was great at acting everything as his Contemporaries, he didn't have the opportunity. He didn't have the opportunity because there were no roles. Mm-hmm. His uh, his contemporaries, when the Goonies and everything, growing up with him, they would give constant roles because they were all white. But he was an Asian, and it was, there was just no room for him. They, no one wanted to see him. No one wanted to show him. And, I do want and to it comment, was so disheartening that he had to leave acting only because there were no roles for him.
0: Because there was, like, a, on the LAMB album by Gwen Stefani, there's a song called We Got Along. Right. LAMB. Love, it, Angel, it? Music, Baby. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, but sh- there's a song called "We've Got a Long Way to Go," oh, yeah. which we, we still do. got a long way to go. With 13, when 000. snow hits the asphalt, cold looks and bad talk come. Um, we we got, got a long way, way to go. go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that
1: was a good song. Well, <laughs> that was a good album. I like that album. It was. I did like that.
0: Yeah, but Double like we do have a long way to go, but we've also come a long way. Yeah, because like you see things like this, like more diversity in lead Mm -hmm. roles. And I loved seeing this Mm -hmm. and we were seeing more of this
1: of late. Yeah. And I hope we can continue to see more of it because he touched my heart with his story. I first heard him talk about this on Jimmy Kimmel show about how like Jimmy was trying to make a joke out of it. But like he was just literally like, no, this script was beautiful. And it was the first time. And like he talked about how he cried when he saw Crazy Rich Asians Mm -hmm. because he saw them. He was like, I want to be up there with them. Because he knew I that he wished this role was act was happens. there when he was coming up, you happens. know, and it's the so Whitney. It Whitney. <laughs> 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 okay, but um he, it just seemed like I just he cried, he watched the movie three times and he cried because he was like, "I want to be up there with them. I wish this came out when i was before because he was forced to do behind the scenes mm. in film, not because he wanted, to, but because there was nothing else for him to do, you mm. know like, he had to move on with his life and I just love that he's now getting a, Jamie Lee Curtis called it a return. Mm -hmm. Not a comeback, but a return for him. Mm -hmm. And he returned well. Like, I really like him in this. I hope he finds more things to do because he surprised me. I just, I loved him. And he's probably my favorite as much as I love the other, the women. But he's really my favorite. He was such the big heart of the film. Mm -hmm. And I just had to point that story to you guys out. Okay. All right. I'm done now. (laughs) What are you going to say, Whitney? Oh, it was
0: just my little ditty.
1: That's it. <laughs> okay. I got it alright you All right, y'all. So we are going to blurt out on this episode. We're going to post all the things we mentioned earlier in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Then you guys don't forget to like, subscribe, all that good stuff that we tell you guys at the end of the show. Please do, because I will comment and reply to you all. Okay? We will. Right with me. That's right. Right, right. All right. So stay tuned for all of our other stuff that we're going to be talking about at the end of the episode. And look out for, we have some videos coming up. We do have our YouTube channel, so you guys can see. We have one video up right now about our excursion to the museum, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the Afrofuturism exhibit. Sorry, we said the museum, the... Uh... Taubman, Taubman Museum, museum of, of Art our, in Roanoke,
0: because mm-hmm. it's like, the museum, like, there's one. Oh, yeah, <laughs> there I know. There's a bunch one. of museums, <laughs>
1: but it was for the special Afro-Futurism exhibit featuring um, Ruth E. Carter's clothes, Black Panther, and all those other movies, mm-hmm. wonderful mm-hmm. movies she did. So go and check that out, you guys. And, and I hope y'all's. you guys
0: watched it earlier, um, or listened to the podcast, whichever one, and I hope you guys got the chance to see it, because it was an amazing exhibit.
1: Yes, I hope you did. Really, 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 really do. Alright, y'all, so we are going to blurt out out, out out now anything else with me? that's it that's it bye, bye. Out. have a good week everybody thanks for listening to our podcast please subscribe to our show on whatever podcast listening app you use and share the show with other blurred and non-blurred family and friends and if you like our episode please rate and review us on itunes
0: the intro and outro music is Twilight by Caption. You can find them on SoundCloud, the username Caption, spelled C-A-P-S-H-U-N. The show notes are by Bola Hansen, and the audio engineering is by Whitney Poker.
1: And you can contact us by email at blurredtalkbw at gmail.com. And also, don't forget to get social, you guys. You can find us on our social media at Instagram and Twitter, with our at handle being at blurredtalkbw. And we've got our individual things going on too, y'all. So you can find me, your Blurred Fashionista, on Instagram and Twitter at B. That's B with two E's like the insect. And I've got my own personal YouTube channel, just Bola Shade. That's BolaShade. That's B O L A S H A D as dog, E. as and dog, E an elephant.
0: And this is Whitney. You can find me at my company, Luminavi Studios. The email address is wit at luminavi.com. That's W-H-I-T at L U M. Enavi.com. You can also find me on Twitter at Luminavi Studios.